Hello and welcome to Art Witch, the podcast where creativity, magic, and healing align for personal and collective liberation. I'm your host, Zanetta, and welcome. Art Witch aims to provide resources for creative empowerment, helping folks make and share their art and also find their authentic expression. In this podcast, you'll hear from a variety of artists, witches, and healers, as well as experts in various art industries and related fields, all with the intention of helping folks share their art and their unique magic with the world. Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode. I'm so thankful to be with all of you and to gather at this new moon time. It's technically the dark moon while I'm recording this, but as this is being published on the new moon, Thursday, February 11th, welcome new moon energy. (laughs) This new moon is in Aquarius and it's a sign that I really, really love. I've been loving a lot lately. Since August, I felt a really strong pull towards the sign of Aquarius, which I know people are like, what? But there were some significant things that unfolded in my life. And as such, when we hit Aquarius season and the grand conjunction and all of that jazz, the relationship that I was building to this sign just started to deepen. And so I'm really, really in appreciation of Aquarius right now. The couple of announcements that I have before we get started with our tarot reading for this lunar cycle. The first one is that the Inner Compass Meditation Series is wrapping up on Patreon. So those of you who are Patreon members, I just want to give you a heads up that our closing group live meditation is tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you're a member of Patreon, you'll see the link is in the posts. We're going to be kind of processing and sharing insights. There's a lot of special topics around silent meditation and integrating silent meditation with witchcraft and all sorts of stuff that I'll be talking about during that gathering. And I'll also be kind of guiding us through silent meditation And it's also an opportunity for us to let the spell of this silent meditation journey carry forward by connecting to the new moon energy and the element of air in Aquarius and just letting that resonate and echo throughout our work, throughout our communities. So I'm really, really excited to be gathering with you all tonight and I'm really appreciative of everyone who walked that journey with me. Stepping into silence is not necessarily a sexy thing. (laughs) I know for a lot of folks it's really hard to get into silent meditation for many many reasons. I'm not going to name them all but silent meditation is the bedrock of my own magical um, creative practices. And so it was such an honor and inspiring to hear people's experiences with these meditations and to hear how people went from three minutes to 
30 minutes of meditating silently per day. So thank you all who meditated. And also, if you're new to Patreon, you've recently joined, or you didn't do the entire series with me, you are so welcome to join the live group meditation tonight anyway. There's no pressure to have done every single day. It was definitely a challenge for me in my own work. So I just want to stay with that and let you know that wherever you are with silent meditation, you're more than welcome to join. So without further ado, I just want to get into the reading today. If you're new to Art Witch and you haven't heard a creativity tarot reading before, welcome. Usually what I do is I use the tarot system, I use tarot cards, I'm a tarot reader, and I apply the tarot system to our creative processes, practices, work, inspiration, ideas. Um, and healing. So much of my own personal work with the tarot and creativity has been around reimagining my connection to making art and sharing art with the world. So these readings are really intended to be uh, opportunities for looking at our art making in different ways, for exploring what kind of undercurrents may be informing our art making that aren't helpful anymore and really touching base with authentic expression because I think a lot of what can happen for many of us creative magical folks is that we are in connection with so much we're seeing so much experiencing so much and it can kind of confuse, mix, cross the signals of what our authentic expression is. And that's not a bad thing. It's just a thing that these readings are intended to kind of support, is to come back to how you make art, how you express yourself, what feels liberating and supportive for you at this time. So with that, the new moon energy is for me often a launching pad. And it's not a launching pad in the sense that like, let's go out and tackle all this stuff and do all these things and take immediate action. I think it could be if that feels aligned for you. I'm not throwing any shade towards that. But when we're talking about accessing new perspectives, new insights and possibilities around our creative expression, then the new moon is just such a powerful source of support. such a powerful source of support because the new moon invites dreaming. The new moon invites us into kind of this liminal, raw, magical space where we can imagine and dream and things aren't solidified. They're just not. They're not solidified at this point and they don't need to be. So in that kind of fluid space, readings can be kind of cool because it gives you an opportunity to say, hey, maybe I'll try this or maybe I'll access that. So that's something. There's potential in a new moon. And I'm not the initiator of this concept. You can 
go and check out many, many other witches and many, many other tarot readers who talk all about this. If you're interested in like lunar magic, there are a couple people that I really love to connect with. One of them is Sarah Faith Godestiner, who has a really cool book about moon magic. I think it's called Moon Book. And I've been following and working with Sarah's magic and ideas and work for a very long time. So I can really vouch for that. Another person who I think is doing some really interesting moon work is the guest from last episode, Maria Menace, who's Tiny Parsnip on Instagram. And Maria has a really awesome waning moon newsletter. So I really, really, really encourage you to connect with those folks if you feel interested in more lunar ideas and concepts. So let's get into the reading. This is a three card essentially reading, a three position reading. Usually how I approach positions is if there are a couple extra cards that pop up or something, I will read those as well. And (laughs) this lunar cycle, there were some. So this is a three position reading and it's essentially what is our invitation for this lunar cycle? What is the maybe challenge or kind of energy that might be hindering us from answering that invitation and the last position the tangible action or kind of the way forward in a sense to kind of step deeper into this work so the cards for this lunar cycle in the invitation position so this is card number one is the three of pentacles in reverse and we also have in the challenge position so card number two the king of wands and the reason why i'm kind of introducing them together and not just going off on the first card is because they're having a pretty deep conversation in this reading so we have this king of wands And the King of Wands connects us to our ideas of vision, of success. There's a lot of energy around what it is that we want to create and how we want to see that out in the world. And the King of Wands is gazing to this Three of Pentacles in reverse. So I want you to imagine this figure who has this vision, who has this energy and this potency around what they want to create, how they want to see that out in the world. And then there's this three of pentacles and there are these figures holding hands and they're out in the field and they're doing their thing and it's in reverse. So I do read reversals and the energy between these two cards, the conversation between these two cards is really about where our gaze is placed. So this lunar cycle, we're being invited to shift where our gaze is placed. With the three of pentacles, we have this energy of collaboration. We have tangible things happening, connections being made, collaborations happening. There's a connectivity but a connectivity on a very tangible material level so for us 
art making folks. This could be connecting to opportunities. This could be starting to create with other folks or starting to put some things out and get these kinds of things being built, these structures of sorts being built. And it's a very clear step in the direction of, quote, manifestation, which the King of Wands is very fixated on in this reading. So we have this challenge that's already coming up. And the challenge is, where are we placing our attention and our energy during this lunar cycle? The invitation is not to place it on the external, which is so easy to do, right? You feel this inspiration, you feel this charge, you have this vision, it's very exciting. And you know you wanna bring something out into the world. There's no doubt. And yet, the invitation of this lunar cycle, card one, is the three of pentacles in reverse. It's not quite time to bake those cookies yet. <laughs> it's not quite time. They need a little bit more time in the oven, so to speak. And on the other side of the king of wands is this third position. And there are two cards that came through for this. The Three of Wands and the Ten of Swords. So what my guides kind of shared with me about this is that the true portal of transformation and change is occurring on the other side. And the other side is the internal. This is the intuition. This is the inner knowing. This is the creative impulse that is from within. So think about this for a moment. You have this three of pentacles where, you know, you're making connections with others, with external opportunities. There's a lot of externalized energy. And then on the other hand, you have this three of wands. It's not that it's not externalized energy, but the source of that energy starts from within. There's a very different vibe to that. It starts from the inspiration within and the intuition in particular. So where does this 10 of swords come up? So my guides were sharing with me that this 10 of swords is essentially, you know, I'm not going to make light of this term because it's, it means a lot to a lot of different people. And I want to honor that. But it's a gaslighting of one's intuition, essentially. When in the past have you experienced that someone has destabilized your sense of inner knowing, you know, dismissed what you knew to be true? Maybe you felt your creative impulses squashed by a situation or a relationship, or that something happened that might have been contributing to you not listening essentially to those intuitive messages that are coming through, particularly around creativity. Now, big, big, big kind of caveat to this is that 
creativity is not an isolation. It is a fundamental aspect of every part of our lived experience. And the extracurricular compartmentalization that the school system, at least here in the United States, has treated the arts with is a gross disservice to all of us. And it's very inaccurate because we're constantly navigating the world in tandem with our creativity. It's constantly working with us. But coming back to this idea of intuition and inner knowing, that means that your intuition and your inner knowing is deeply connected to your creative impulses and also means that the moments that you are listening to your intuition, regardless if you're making art or not, are going to be significant. They're going to be important. They're a part of your creative process, whether or not that's conscious or whether or not you've accessed that before. So in this lunar cycle, what we're experiencing is this idea of centering yourself first. Yikes, right? (laughs) Oh no, Zanetta, don't tell me that. (laughs) Yes, we're in a moment where we're being asked to hold it down hard for intuition, to really, really listen to the creative impulses that start from within. Listen to yourself. Notice when you're drawn to something. Notice when you get excited or when you feel energized and follow and honor that information. Honor it. Follow it. Listen to it. Explore it. Don't let those old messages, those old relationships, those past outdated patterns around dismissing the inner voice. Try to release that and recenter in your inner knowing, recenter in your intuition, return once again to your intuition. Because this idea of the King of Wands kind of fixating on the external is very problematic not to alarm you or anything, but it is an issue because the King of Wands is a torchbearer often in the tarot, in our lives. You can think of those folks who kind of, you know, they are lighting a way, they've lit a way for others. And so you may have an idea, an authentic idea, an authentic seed of an idea. And if you're gazing outward, it's very easy to never see, never hear, never tap in to that authentic inspiration that's flowing through you that only you can kind of bring into the world. And I I think that is an energy that comes a lot with the King of Wands is what is it that you can bring to the collective? What is it that your magic makes possible, you as an individual? What is it that your unique connection to source offers this world? It may seem very, very selfish to focus inwardly all the time, to listen to your body, to hold those boundaries and say, yeah, I'd rather not do that thing. It can seem to other folks maybe even to yourself at times, maybe to your family, 
that you're being selfish, but what you're actually doing is you're holding space. And you're holding space for your unique connection to source, your unique magic, your unique creative expression, your unique inspiration and the visions and the very real dreams that will be built from that inner knowing. So the King of Wands is not looking around at everyone else for the answers. (laughs) They're not sitting around waiting for an opportunity to be presented to them or for a collaboration to happen in this way where their power essentially, where their energy is being tied up. And this is kind of the evolutionary, the expansive energy for this lunar cycle. Releasing our energy from being tied up in the external. Releasing our energy from being kind of caught up in either externalized opportunities, collaborations, ideas of success. That's also another piece to this puzzle is that the success filter that we're applying to how we're seeing the world needs to adjust. It needs to be based off of how we feel what we know, what your intuition shares with you. And you just start from that place. And then there can be some unfolding. And then there can be some extra opportunities and things that you try. I'm not saying that you don't collaborate with people. I'm not saying that you don't, you know, connect. No, 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 no. That's not what this reading is necessarily saying. It's just more that where your power is being tied up, where your energy is being tied up, where your focus is being placed needs to be inward. And the outward stuff will come together the more that the inward stuff is honored. And there are several suggestions that I have for you around this. One of them is to just develop a practice of checking in with yourself first. Before you go and do things, let's say something as simple as checking your email. Check in with yourself. Just ask yourself, how do I feel about this? Does this feel aligned? Simple questions, nothing too belabored. And just try to do that every now and then. If you need to, set a small reminder on your phone that basically says, check in. (laughs) Something simple like that. And you just check in with yourself and you notice. Another way that you can do this is to do breathing meditations or breath work. The breath is a constant companion on our journey of life. So it's something that we can always anchor into and come back to. And it can be a way of developing lucidity in our conscious lives. (laughs) So it can help us to say, oh, actually, I don't feel like doing this. And maybe I want to try this instead. 
So those are just a couple really brief ways to tap into intuition regularly, often, and to start building that relationship again. The Ten of Swords is really asking us in this reading, in this lunar cycle, to please let go of the energies of past experiences where your intuition was dismissed, discounted, disbelieved, any of that kind of stuff, especially that it was inherited from others. It wasn't from yourself. If that was something that you experienced or someone said that stuff to you or just really, really discounted your knowing, or maybe it's just a societal or cultural thing, not just <laughs> this lunar cycle, please come back to your knowing. Come back to it. Trust it. This is a big word that was coming through this reading. Trust. Trust yourself first. Trust yourself first. Because there's something there that is inherently unique to you. There's something there that's going to take your creative vision into a really special place that only you and your unique combination of skills and your unique connection to source and your unique community and beautiful ways of moving and making art in the world and sharing that only you can do. Only you, quite literally. So that is the message for this lunar cycle. If you want to connect even more deeply to this message, there are channeled notes and photos of the cards available in my newsletter. If you join the newsletter in the next day, I'll send it to you and you can have it and you can kind of take in this information in different ways. I also often elaborate on suggested practices to engage with, things to read, things to check out, things to listen to. So that's going to be on there. I hope this reading supports your creativity this lunar cycle. I hope that you feel the energy of your intuition deeply this lunar cycle and that these messages unfold with greater clarity as every shift occurs throughout these many lunations. So thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast or this particular episode, please go ahead and leave a review. It really, really, really helps this podcast so much. People leaving reviews has literally led to other people finding this podcast. So it really helps. And and when you write a review, I think it does actually, I've noticed, kind of peak things a little bit. So thank you all so much for listening in and have a wonderful lunar cycle. If you enjoyed today's episode of Art Witch, please consider subscribing or writing a review. Each and every little bit helps spread the word to more and more people.